Asia-Pacific markets are mixed this morning and oil is edging lower amid concerns over the banking industry. U.S. West Texas Intermediate is trading at $69 a barrel, while international benchmark Brent is at $75 a barrel. That is down from over $100 last year after Russia's attack on Ukraine shook global supply as fears of a recession in the U.S. mount. Officials say refilling the strategic petroleum reserve will take longer than expected. And that means demand will rise slower. The stockpile is now at its lowest level since 1983, even as crude prices are set for their steepest slide since the start of the pandemic in 2020. For more on this now, let's go to Craig Erlem, who is Senior Market Analyst at Oanda. Craig, thank you very much for being with us today. So the recent oil price action has been really dominated by macro events, especially whatever happened in the banking industry. But leaving the macro aside, what do you think are oil fundamentals telling us right now? I think they're telling us that people are fearful that we are going to see an economic slowdown and that we could even potentially see a recession. Uh, I think they're also telling us that the market is well supplied and the the impression that we now get uh, from Russia that its output levels are higher than um, than previously expected, again, adds to that uh, oversupply that we are currently seeing in the market. Um, but like I say, it's hard to move away from the kind of macro fundamentals that you've just been alluding to with the banks because it's been such an important factor in near-term price action because it's not just a case of fear in the markets rippling through. It's what it ultimately means because of tighter credit conditions for the U.S. economy and beyond. And if we're going to see a slower economy, higher unemployment and uh, maybe even recession, then ultimately that means lower demand for oil prices. Right. And staying with the prices, Craig, I mean, $69 a barrel for WTI, $73, $75 for Brent. Are these prices too low, in your opinion? What's the price trajectory uh, that you have in mind? And also, what's the price that would um, have demand and supply meet? That's always a difficult question because I don't think it's always necessarily the same, um, if that makes sense. So I think there's still... Um, I still think there's still a bit of price discovery happening in, uh, in in oil in that I still think people are trying to work out exactly what is happening right now because there's so many different factors. We're not just talking about Russian output. We're talking about the global economy and everything that's made up within that. We're talking about many different central banks that are raising rates uh, at, at, a, at a, an incredible speed or have been over the course of the last year. And we're still not fully aware of what the knockout effects is that's going to be. And then you throw China into the mix as well. The the transition from zero COVID, it seems to be going well to begin with, maybe a little bit slower at this point. We saw some bit of stimulus with a triple R rate cut um, last week. So it, well, there's still an enormous amount of uncertainty. And that's why we're seeing so much volatility at this point in time in oil, in oil markets. I think we need a few more months for things to settle down before we can try and determine what a kind of longer term fair price is. But it, I mean, it's quite clear right now that the, the huge uncertainty in the economy is just such a massive factor. It was not that long ago that people were talking about $150 oil, $200 oil, and now we're talking more likely $50 oil. Um, there's massive swings, and that's because of the, the massively evolving landscape that we're seeing. Absolutely great discrepancy there in the prices, right, Craig Erlen? Thank you very much. Thank you. And now let's go to other top stories from around the world. Japan's inflation has slowed for the first time in more than a year as government subsidies to curb soaring energy bills kicked in. Core consumer prices rose 3.1% from a year ago in February, compared to 4.2% in the previous month. But a separate index that strips out energy hit a four-decade high, suggesting that inflation may be stickier than policymakers thought. 
The U.S. Department of Justice uh, charged crypto entrepreneur Du Quan with fraud after he was arrested by Montenegro police on Thursday. An eight-count indictment against the creator was made public in the U.S. District Court in Manhattan several hours after his arrest on Thursday. Kuwon, a South Korean national, developed Terra, USD and Lunar currencies and both lost more than $40 billion last year. And Hyundai and Kia are recalling more than 570,000 US vehicles due to fire risks. The automakers say some vehicles could catch fire due to a short circuit in the wires. Hyundai says it's aware of six incidents related to the recall with one incident of a car catching on fire. The Korean car makers will install a new fuse to address the issue. And that is all from Mrs. for now.